Hello and welcome to Farm D Unscripted, where we inspire you, educate you, and guide you to write the prescription for your life. I am Dr. Bree. And I am Dr. Laquita J. We are your hosts of this lovely podcast. So without further ado, let's get unscripted. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode. This week, we'll be talking about health is wealth, the physical and mental health of a pharmacist. Yes, and I think as pharmacists, we tend to manage other people's health while sometimes losing focus on managing our own. We have to remember that taking care of ourselves mentally and physically is even more important than managing our patients. Even on a plane, the stewardess always say, place your oxygen mask on first before assisting others. And I think a lot of times we just forget that. You know, we get so caught up in work, so caught up in life that sometimes it's put on a back burner. We both thought that this would be very important to talk about on this podcast. Yes. So I like to propose the question, does Mm. money matter? And... Is it everything? To some people, it may be yes, it may be no. But for me, I think money, yes, money does matter. But it's not everything. Because it matters because money is a tool that allows us to assess food, shelter, clothing, water, and any other necessity we may think Mm -hmm. that's important. However, it's not everything. Because money don't buy you love, will not bring you happiness, will not add quality of life to, uh, will not add quality of life, will not even give you quality time with your loved ones. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm so, gonna interject on that. Uh, money don't buy love because it may buy love, it may not buy love, true love. But somebody come over here for the right price, honey. <laughs> I'm gonna be in love, okay? <laughs> I'm being love, love, like. I don't got to work. The yes, that's, right. that's what I'm on. The price is right for my love. <laughs> I'm just saying. But yes, I do agree. Okay, I do okay. agree. Money is important, but it's not everything. It really not. And there's a statistic mm-hmm. I want to give out. Because according to Jeffrey Pfeiffer, um, he's a Stanford professor of the organization Behavior, and he's also the author of Dying for a Paycheck. He said that 61% of employees say that workplace stress has mm. made them sick, and 7% say they actually been hospitalized because of it. So job stress costs U.S. employees more than $300 billion annually and may cause over a hundred thousand SS deaths each wow, year. Wow, that is really crazy. And um I definitely I agree with that because uh, especially as a pharmacist, even just healthcare workers in general, it's a very, very high stress working environment. Um you're in charge of people's lives. They're looking for you looking to you rather for answers um to to get better 
and you're not only dealing with your stress on what may be going on in your personal life, but the stress of the job and helping to get people better and giving them answers and also helping them navigate through a stressful time in their life as well. So you're taking on double the stress. Yes, mm-hmm. we totally are. But, you know, I want to give today we want to give you like steps on how can you take care of your physical and mental health. And these are some things there is no wrong or right answer. Feel free to comment with more suggestions to help someone help your your fellow pharmacists mm-hmm. out. But here are some that we thought that was important. And the first one yes. is therapy. Yes. Dr. Bree? I truly am an advocate for getting therapy. Having a therapist can really help give you the tools that you need to uh, deal with stressful situations. Now, unfortunately, when I was working in the community um, setting, I lost my mother unexpectedly. I was actually at work on the same day that she passed away. And um, yeah, so wow. um, at first, you know, it, it grieving it, is just a different process. It's different for everyone, but it's kind of hard to deal with when you have, uh, I would say, catastrophic events happening in your personal life and you still have to go to work because the, the world still moves on and there's still things that you need to do. So that's when I really started going to therapy and just talking about different things in my life that I was satisfied with, things that I, were, I wasn't satisfied with things that I wanted to change. And I know that that really helped a lot in my stress levels going to therapy. So I'm always advocating for therapy. Even if you don't think that you need it, you do. Yes, I totally agree. I also think therapy is a great thing. Um, and it's not a form of weakness. You're not weak. You're not um, it's such a bad mm-hmm. stigma behind it that we need to change the narrative. Because therapy is right, so and then some people say, "Well, I tried therapy, but I didn't really like it." But it's really um, you have to just do your research. Like I, my therapist offers Skype sessions, telephone sessions, and even in office sessions. And you can literally be anywhere in the world, and she conducts them. So I know that was helpful for me in talking and asking other people. Like if you hear that. They may have a therapist and they really like that person, Um, you know, ask for recommendations and just being open and honest when you need help, even if you don't think you need help, even if it's just to address some things that's going on at work. It's just so healthy and therapeutic to really see someone get different perspectives on different situations. And I feel like that can just really help to make you a better um, person overall and can also help increase your work performance as well as your um, life performance. So, yeah. Yes, I totally agree with that. And I want, I don't want to echo what she said, so I will move <laughs> to the next one. Now, I am a firm believer of Ooh, not taking work yes. home. I do not believe in taking work home whatsoever. And... You got to think about, you got to, you got to like form rituals that separate your work from your home. Just, let's just think about Mr. Rogers. Now, for some people, maybe too young, you may not know, just go Google him. It's Mr. Rogers. I don't, I don't even remember. I know he's came on PBS Mm -hmm. when I was It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful 
Wonderful yes, uh, Day in the Neighborhood. Yes, I think they're coming out with a movie about Mr. Rogers, too. Oh, yes. it is. So we got to check sure that out because we may sure have to are. have a, a discussion about that. Okay, uh, Farm D Unscripted. <laughs> yes. Yes. So with Mr. Roger, each time he comes home from work. But if you always notice, he always changed his sweater and his shoes for a reason. And it's kind of way of that's what his way of dividing work mm. from home. So you have to think about that same thing. Like, how can you form a ritual that separates work from home? Like, that, does that mean staying in your car for a few minutes once mm-hmm. you put in the driveway? Does that mean going different, going on a scenic route to home? Does that mean putting and when you get in your car, you play your favorite song? Do you call someone like, or do you just turn off your devices when you get yes. to the house? I, I think that's important. And also too, even venting, venting is good, but how much time are you going to yes. devote to venting about where, <laughs> where you're still taking work home with you? Because that's all you're ever talking about, even to your friends, like people don't want to be stressed out by your stress. So have a time limit, even on your venting, like, Hey, I'm going to tell maybe two or three of my closest people or my spouse or significant other. I'm going to talk about it for this long. And then after that, let's talk about some solutions or put it on the back and say, tomorrow is going to be a better day. Because, you know, when you, yes. you're taking work home, if you're venting about it, you're taking work home, if you're doing work for work at home, like some of that stuff, you just have to draw the line. And I know, Pharmacy is becoming saturated, so people are like, oh, well, I have to do this, otherwise I'm not going to have a job. Well, this is the thing. Your job has to also respect that you have a life. So turning off your devices, not answering text messages, you're off from work. And unless they're going to pay you to answer phone calls and be on call, when you're off of work, it needs to wait until the next day that you're there. Yes, I totally agree with that. Because I have a rule um, where I do not check any kind. Like, we, I don't check anything work-related outside of work. Unless you text me and I feel that's an emergency, I'll probably respond. Until then, I do not believe in answering any kind of messages phone calls emails when i'm yes and we really do have to start standing up to these district managers standing up to corporations standing up and saying in a professional manner i am at work from this time to this time and when i'm at home when i'm outside when i'm scheduled off please respect my time now if someone doesn't mind doing that and they don't mind being called for a shift to cover or anything like that that's differently but I mean that's different but I I think that we're getting to the point where people are just like oh well this needs attention right now this needs attention when really we need to also make sure that physically and mentally we are taking care of ourselves so that we can still perform yes I totally agree with that totally agree and it also leads into why you need to have the point of when is taking picking up shifts too much overtime Mm -hmm. too much Mm -hmm. because I mean I heard of a pharmacist which I thought was brilliant 
he picked up every single shift and he paid all, I want to say it's $100,000 worth of student loans wow. in one year. That's mm-hmm. amazing. But my question is, are you married? Do you have children? Um, how how are your relationships Ooh. with with your family? Yeah, with your friends? and see this. How's yeah. your mental? Yeah. When do you have the, any time to do anything for you? You know, because I know, um, especially for me, like physically, like I gain weight, um, which I'm still working on losing now. Whew. You know, that's a struggle if you on that struggle bus with me. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah if, if you on that struggle bus of losing some weight, child, you know, you know that it's that's a, a battle within itself. But when you're working so much, you're so tired and you don't have the energy to work out. You don't have the energy to cook healthy meals. You don't, you know, it's just like, it just is so draining. And you know, that's one of the, I would say one of the founding moments I had in which I realized why I was mm. gaining weight because I I had this thought of I'm on my feet eight to 12 mm-hmm. hours a day. I'm not about to come home and sit on my feet even more to give me something to eat. So that's why I always mm. eat out. That's true. I, you know what? That's funny because I was the same way. <laughs> I was the same way. I was like, <laughs> I can't, I can't do this. You know, and, and I think that it can even go for, like, working out. It's like, you're like, well, shoot, I've been running around the pharmacy all day. I didn't did my workout. So, uh, but, you know, yes, it requires more. So, you have to also have the energy to do that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which leads us to the power of saying two. It's a two-letter word, but it's so hard <laughs> for some people to say. And I think that word is... No. 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 That is a two-letter word and it's hard. <laughs> yes, because you're you want you want to be the great one. You want to be the one that always you want to see that you are helpful, you're resourceful. You always want be to be the pharmacist that um, everybody is coming time. to and saying, How did you do this? How did you get this pharmacy yes. moving like this? Even in the hospital. Yes. Oh, that pharmacist, they always know. How how do you how do you say no? Mm. Just say no. Mm. Simple. Just yeah, say no. Yeah, I think it's no. like um, you can have high expectations, but you have to also let people know that everything is not okay. And set boundaries. Yes. Yes, and I'm protect mm-hmm, your mm-hmm. time. Because time is something that we can never get back. Ever in life get back. And everyone needs and deserves those breaks, those small just periods of personal time to let your brain rest, to let your mind rest, to let your body rest. Yes, which then leads to, I just need some me time, okay? Like some me time. So that could be getting a massage, doing meditation, which I love, doing spiritual cleanses, which I also love, <laughs> and exercising. Yes. So. Yes. And, and you know, and I will say this now, 
this may be privy, um, privy to a lot of people. However, I am a mm-hmm. believer of spirits, so I like to wash that day off of me. And I like to cleanse myself with soaps that I know that will wash away any kind of spirits. There are soaps out there, um, which I will link a company that's based out of Mississippi. And they have sage and lemongrass soaps, and it's just Yes, I definitely use sage to get rid of all of that negative energy. And I really started getting more into um, being a whole as a person. And just, um, Mm -hmm. I did a spiritual cleanse in New Orleans last year, which was absolutely amazing, which was balancing the chakras. And um, that's basically aligning your energy so that you can welcome positivity, that you can let go of negativity and not Mm -hmm. let those things stay on to you and stay latched where it will negatively impact you. And I thought that was um, very great doing that. Um, So yeah, that's really, really important. But we also, um, I would say one of the things that I Mm -hmm. like to do is called mindful minutes and we would like to do exercise with you. So it will be one minute, which I will start the timer now. So Mm -hmm. close your eyes, lower your eyelids and just focus on breathing. Breathe in, breathe out. In and out. Breathe in with your nose. Out with your mouth. Breathe in. Breathe out. In and out. Notice the rise and the fall of your chest. If you feel anything, place your hand on your stomach. Breathe in. Breathe out. And we're done. Now that felt refreshing. How does you feel? Yes, and just to clear my mind for that minute and just concentrate on my breathing. And I know that is something that's just like, what? But if you really just give yourself time to really breathe and just clear your mind, I'm telling you, you feel so much better. And even when you're having some hectic times at work, just take a second and just breathe. Or after dealing with a stressful situation, take a minute and just breathe. Even if you have to step away and just say, I need a moment. And then come back and come back refreshed. Yes. Yeah. So, and then exercise is very important. I know a lot of people like yoga or um, running or going to the gym, taking a class, a gym class. And that's really important, too, to really try to exercise 45 minutes to an hour, at least three to five days a week. And um, that is something that I 
you know, have struggled with and still do struggle with. But it really is important. And I know, um, like, one thing when I'm on a treadmill, I'll listen to something encouraging or inspirational on YouTube or a podcast. And that really helps me to stay motivated and actually get me to be more excited with working out because I'm like, okay, I'm going to go work out so I can get motivated today or so I can get inspired. And so that's one thing that I have been doing that's kind of made it a little easier to help me with being more faithful to working out and exercising. Yes. And I'll say mindful moments, um, drink plenty of water. Sometimes you got to reduce the caffeine yes. and get the water and hydrate your organs and because your body needs needs the water that's how your body functions water is the most important nutrient you ever can have and as well as instead of sometimes replacing those sugary mm-hmm. snacks get some protein mm-hmm. sometimes because protein keeps you fuller even in and, and, and it helps a little bit more because sometimes your body may be craving for protein and that's right yeah so I think that pretty much wraps up our show on um, health is wealth. Did you have anything else that you wanted to add, Dr. Laquita J? Yes, of course. I have a jewel of the day. Today's jewel is taken from Gandhi. It is health that is real wealth and not pieces of gold and silver. I love it. Absolutely love it. Well, thank you all for tuning in. It has been a pleasure hosting and talking about health is wealth with you today. I hope that you guys all got something from it and that it will feed your soul. And before we go, we just want to remind you that sharing is caring. So tell a colleague or a friend to come join in the fun at FarmD Unscripted. Also, make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at FarmD Unscripted. You can interact with us, leave feedback about the show, share your stories, and all that goodness that social media has to offer. So until next time, we will see you later.